1: What do you got for us? Give us a uh, good case that you guys are working oh, on. Oh, you'll love this case. I, we've got the the case in the city of Airmont, New York. This is uh, about an hour or so outside of New York City. Okay, it's a city that was actually birthed in about the early 1990s there, and it was born. It was born specifically, and this is not just me making this up. This is actually written in some of the case law that has been going on for almost 30 years now, with the Department of Justice going after the city. It was a city born in bigotry. They said it was. It was designed specifically to keep out jewish residents i'm not making this up So a bunch of people got together and said hey we don't want any jewish people we'll start this city is that they, they created these zoning regulations that would prevent people of the jewish faith from being able to to be able to get in town okay and to be able to create their uh, their places to be able to operate and freely exercise their beliefs and so the uh, department of justice the united states department of justice has gone after this town multiple times on at least two different presidential administrations have gone after it. There was a consent decree that was in place for a long time, basically saying we're going to keep an eye on you guys for a long time. You're going to act like this. You've agreed to apologize and do all this, uh, and we're going to hold you to it. And and now that consent decree has, I think, run out. Uh, And it seems like the city of Aramont is back to their old ways, uh, such that they have created more zoning laws here that are making it almost impossible for people of the Jewish faith in particular to be able to gather for worship, uh, or at least for their (laughs) prayer meetings here. And so the city of has has passed these zoning regulations that require you to register if you're going to use your home for a prayer meeting. And so one rabbi attempted to do all this, ended up spending about $20,000 trying to comply with the laws of the city of Eremont. Oh, so they keep moving the goalposts on top of that? Is that Kept what it on is? moving the goalposts. Oh, okay. and ulti- this is even better. Ultimately, the city of Eremont penalized him. They ticketed him. For having unauthorized gatherings in his home, these prayer meetings that they were holding once a week in in the city of Aramont, New York. So they gave him a ticket, a punishable up to a, a fine of up to $1,000 and up to a year in jail if he was found guilty of it all. Uh, we stepped in, and about a week or two ago, we had those charges temporarily dismissed. But I'm telling you why. We're continuing our investigation up there in the city of Aramont, New York. It doesn't look real good. Uh, the, 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 the rabbis up there, the, the local leaders uh, up there, call themselves the underground synagogues because they're scared that they're going to either be punished or or kicked out of town for simply trying to freely exercise their religious beliefs. This thing sounds like something that happened like 200 years ago or something. This still, right now, it just, it's just This is right now in the city of Aramont, New York. Thankfully, the United States Department of Justice has not only been litigating this for for several decades now, but, uh, you know, and and to that point, I think, frankly, 30 years of bigotry is... More than enough. Yeah, yeah. Probably should end at this point. <laughs> right, right. But I think it was just last week, as a matter of fact, they, uh, the Department of Justice uh, published this program called Places to Worship. Uh, and, and the idea, the initiative there is to go around the country and make sure that city governments, county governments, whatever it is, local officials are not using neutral laws like zoning laws to uh, to to punish people for the free exercise of the religious beliefs or, or the use of their land for religious purposes. And so I think we're going to find an able ally in the United States Department of Justice to make sure that the citizens of Aramont, New York, can have their prayer meetings in their own homes without having to register with the government or to somehow be punished with misdemeanor crimes in criminal court for simply trying to, to host prayer meetings in their home.
0: This Is is this also, um, um, are there any federal fair housing laws in play here, too? Would there be any there could way be. to go after them? Is because I know th- that's a protected class. I mean, religious.
1: Yeah, there could be. Yeah. And, and thankfully, there's a law passed in the early 2000s called the Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act. Or if you want to sound cool at a, at a cocktail party, Arlupa. That's how we refer to it. Arlupa. Them. You know, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Arlupa. Was that 92? Yeah, I know, 2000. 2000.
0: So. 2000, yeah. Chris. I know you thought it was Ar-Lupa. 92. I, I, it I was thought it was 92, yes. <laughs> so Arlupa was
1: passed for this specific purpose and it basically said the government cannot substantially burden the free exercise of religion or the use of one's land at, for, for religious purposes uh without providing a uh, a uh, a reason for doing so a a, a motivation and acted and showing that the government acted it's too early this morning i can't talk and <laughs> showing that the government acted with the least restrictive means possible here so it, it codified much of the case law that was already out there and it, it made sure that the government is not using these quote zo- these quote neutral zoning laws uh that look neutral on their face. They apply to everybody, but have the real effect and purpose of really substantially burdening and driving out people of faith from local communities. So this is Aramont, New York. Correct.
0: Okay. Help me understand this. And obviously you're, I mean, uh, you're not trying to stop people's religious freedom. So you're not going to fully understand it, but <laughs> where are they at now? I mean, okay. Some people got together and obviously were bigots and said, we're going to stop Jewish people from settling here and we want them out. I get that. But still, in today's world, you have enough people on council and the mayor and that because they have to actively be doing this, even if it's not overt. They've got to be at least behind closed doors going, "Okay, right. I mean, they're they're working this.
1: Yeah. Well, look, this is not too uncommon. uh, Regrettably, I was here a couple weeks ago talking about Congregation Torskheim right down the street from us. Yeah, yeah. That uh, they were kept out of the city of Dallas right here. Uh, And and remember, they, they were the city of Dallas wants them to have a whole bunch of parking spaces for right. a congregation that doesn't drive on the Sabbath. Uh, <laughs> and, and so that was a real problem here. So so city governments around the country, whether it's for Jewish reasons or Jewish believers or uh, we, we had a school up in, um, a Christian school up in uh, Michigan that was told they couldn't use a church building in their town and, and therefore they couldn't meet anywhere in their community uh, because uh, the, the city basically didn't want them in that community. And and so the city governments uh, can act sometimes intentionally against people. And I, that appears what they're doing up there in the city of Aramont. Do you think this is probably in a lot of these cases
0: one or two people driving it? I can't, it, it's hard for me to believe that at face value, without other things attached to it that could muddy it
1: up and convince people that there's just a lot of people that believe in this stuff. Yeah, using my most charitable interpretation, yeah, I, I think people just simply feel ignorant of the law. They 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 want to have. I don't know. Maybe they're just HOAs on steroids, and they want to make sure your grass isn't too high, okay. or want to make things look beautiful. Uh, the less charitable interpretation of these things, uh, there's one or two people that truly do okay. want to create these problems.
0: Because I could see the 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 spin to get other people on board. In the case of the Texas one here, things like, listen, we're you know you're clogging up the streets. Right. They tell people, whether they are or not. You go to people and you go, listen, you see the cars out here. It's an And you tie a bunch of nonsense to it or whatever. Oh, well, yeah, that seems, yeah, maybe we shouldn't let him do that. You know, still
1: ignorant of the law. Um, But it's still got to be a couple people driving it, though. Yeah, I think so. And what we've gotten away from in this country, regrettably, is, is that uh, we're now to the point where we've got city governments ignoring the First Amendment, saying, hey, look, the free exercise of religion is only free if we give you the permission to do so. So you saw that in, in Aramont, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to register with the city in order to ha- to use your house for any kind of religious purpose. Register. There's hmm. even regulations up there in the city. You'll love this. There's regulations in the city of Aramont, New York, that if you're a yeshiva or, or if you're a day school or a, a kind of a boarding school for, yeah. for the Jewish believers... Uh, you can only have like 120, I can't remember the exact number, but it's like 120 or so students per, like, 300 acres or something like that. I mean, it, it's it's absolutely absurd. Wow. If you spread these kids around, it'd be like one acre per person or something like that. But the, the idea, again, is to try to use these neutral laws. Well, it's just, you know, just making sure that people aren't too crowded on their property uh, <laughs> yeah, to, okay. to drive people away from being able to freely use their property for religious purposes. And that is contrary to our entire system of government and our entire concept of freedom. We want people to be able to use their property for religious purposes because... We value freedom, and we value the freedom to freely exercise your religious beliefs. So where's the, the Airmont case
0: now? The Department of Justice looking into it? Is that what you said? We're looking into it, it right now. Okay. My guess
1: is that the Department of Justice will as well. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of problems up there. And frankly, we got up to the city of Aramont, looked around and go... There is a lot to do up here. I mean, there, there is really? so much stuff going on between the yeshiva issue, between the the, the small zoning issue about holding prayer meetings in people's homes. Uh, there are all kinds of issues. I think we're going to find more and more stuff as we roll this back that we're going to be in litigation with this city, possibly for a long time. My guess is, and it, it kind of looked like this way, the hearing when we were, we were trying to make sure that this rabbi was not you know criminally penalized for mm-hmm. holding prayer meetings in his home. Um, it looked like the city attorney was a bit concerned uh, that there, this is going to be an entrenched issue with some people that have a, a pretty strong track record at First Liberty of making sure that people are able to, to freely exercise their religious beliefs. That made me happy that we've got yeah. attorneys on staff that are able to hold these things. And, and he, was, to he was concerned because you guys he were was involved. concerned because we showed up. Okay, good, good. <laughs> good. Okay, that's nice. How's that's exactly. What, that yes. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, now you've got me intrigued. I I, I think we need to go. Do I have to go to the to Airmont? Seriously, just <laughs> I, I just go, uh, sit down, and just talk to people. I gotta figure out what is going on. <laughs> It's just so bizarre that, that I get a lot of ignorance, like I said. I get a lot of secondary and tertiary, as people, people misunderstand. But if you're talking, in this case, so many years of this, mm-hmm. I mean, have they changed mayors, I mean,
1: multiple times? Or has it been the same mayor? Is it the council has changed, right? I mean, yeah, I'm mean, i sure it has yeah. multiple times, but there seems to be this entrenchment there that is possible. Look, Doc, I know you're yeah. always looking for your next summer home up in New York. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: but if you go, aunt, there it if, is. If,
1: you, if you do, make sure you don't use it for your prayer
0: meetings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then it's, it's going to be trouble for me. Well, I'm not Jewish, so it might get
1: a pass on that. You yes. know, we'll see. We well, have
0: yeah, white Christian men, though. Exactly right. But that's exactly but the yeah, problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. If it
1: goes for one religious it faith, should go if it goes it. for everybody. And were they specific
0: with, um,
1: I mean, are there Christians there that have meetings or anything that they've I not? I suppose so. And I think as we get into our investigation, we'll find out. But that's the exact point, right? That the city of Aramont is using neutral. They didn't say we were going to keep out Jewish believers. Right. They're just saying this particular kind, you know, they're, they're phrasing it in such a way that they're not naming things, but the clear effect and intent is to make sure that believers aren't able to. So, in this case, prayer meetings is the is the controversy, right? Mm-hmm. It is the first applicable to the Jewish believers because they host that regularly and routinely. Absolutely. But it would be equally applicable to the Baptist or the Methodist or whomever down the street, mm-hmm. the Catholics, the Mormons, everybody down there that hosts prayer meetings in their own home. I mean, my goodness, my, my faith, we, we have a weekly prayer meeting in our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and would I have to register with the city of Vermont if I hmm. live there? Probably but I'm not going to spend $20,000 to do what I'm <laughs> right. entitled to do under the First Amendment anyway. You know? See, and
0: if and if if you do have that many people that are knowingly giving this a wink and a nod, and if their history is that, I wonder how many people have been denied moving into town. You That's know, exactly right. Steering, which is an official uh, realtor term, um, where they would say, you know what, I think you'd be better over there with uh, other uh, people that have banana leaves uh, grown in their yard, Chris, or whatever it is, <laughs> where they say you're type of people over there, um, right. where you just steer. Or people that say... Um, They won't sell to certain people. You know, that was the wink and a nod that communities had
1: for years. Yeah. Look, no one should fear being punished by their government or run out of town or being or being pronounced a bigot for simply trying to exercise their religious beliefs in their own home. Yeah, absolutely. All right. uh, First Liberty could uh, use your help.
0: They're always working on great cases like this and uh, it's pro bono. So absolutely. That's a fancy word that means they're not going to charge people free free, right? Um, uh, so they need your help. Uh, doing great work out there. Standing up for your rights uh, today and tomorrow. So please uh, donate if you can. FirstLiberty.org FirstLiberty.org And a bunch of these cases are posted
1: at the site if you just want to go and yeah, read absolutely. them. Right? FirstLiberty.org slash Airmon. You can learn all about the case. And yeah. then they'll also listen to the podcast. Absolutely. The First mm-hmm. Liberty and Briefing. You oh, are right. the host. Yeah, so if you want if you like my voice, you gotta like my voice in order to <laughs> be able to, watch, to listen to that show. But yes, thanks for that plug. First Liberty <laughs> Briefing, the podcast. Available wherever podcasts are sold. (laughs) Firstliberty.org. Check it out today.
0: I, Luke, send a message to all those that follow our Lord Jesus Christ. From Affirm Films comes Paul, Apostle of Christ. Now on
1: DVD and Blu-ray. There are men, women, children that will never meet you. There must be a handwritten account of your
0: acts. Their faith challenged an empire. do you really know about these Christians? I am concerned with these documents. Their words change the world.
1: Love is the only
0: way. Paul, Apostle of Christ, starring Jim Caviezel. Available now on digital. Available on DVD and Blu-ray June 19th. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag What I Learned Today.